Why don't you lift your hands to the Most High God and bless His holy name? Give Him glory, give Him honor, give Him adoration. Worship Him, praise Him. There's no one like Him. He's the one who will never, never change. Praise Him. He reigns supreme. He's higher than the highest. He's greater than the greatest. He's older than the oldest. He's wiser than the wisest. Bless His holy name. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Father. Oh, glory be to your holy name. Thank you, Almighty. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's join our hands together. Engineers, you can see that they are not hearing you somewhere down there. Let's join our hands together and cry to the Almighty God and say, Father, in a very special way today, please visit my neighbor. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty. In a very special way today, please visit my neighbor. Please visit my neighbor. Thank you, my father. In a very, very special way today, Father, please visit my neighbor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb.
just want to say thank you. King of glory, thank you. All sufficient God, thank you. Our maker, thank you. Our redeemer, thank you. Our healer, thank you. Our deliverer, thank you. Our provider, thank you. Our defender, thank you. Our promoter, thank you. Our all in all, thank you. Father, accept our worship in Jesus' name. Thank you for the day you started the Holy Ghost service. Thank you for all the souls that have been blessed as a result. Thank you for this anniversary. Thank you because you will do something greater today than ever before. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Father, all your children who are here and those who are watching all over the world, in a very special way today, visit us all. By the time this service is over, Father, let every one of us have a mighty testimony. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Now let someone shout hallelujah. Shake hands with one or two people and say, Your Excellency, God will bless you tonight. And then you may please be seated, uh, except those who are born in the month of March. If you were born in the month of March, let me hear you shout hallelujah. My Father, my God, I commit all your children born in the month of March into your hands. March is the third month of the year, the month of the Trinity. So I commit all these your children into your hands. God the Father, bless them. God the Son, bless them. God the Holy Spirit, bless them. Let their blessings be in triples. Give them a brand new beginning. A new beginning of joy, of success, of progress of anointing, of a closer walk with you, of doing mighty exploits for the Lord. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, this month is also a very special month for the firstborn family of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. So if you belong to that family, 
Please stand because I want to pray for you. They know themselves. So if you belong to the firstborn family, let me hear you shout hallelujah. Quite a few of them. Father, I want to thank you for this very, very special family in the redeemed presence of God. The firstborn family. This family that you gave to me specially as my firstborn. I pray, Lord God Almighty, that every blessing that you reserve for firstborn only, you will release unto them now. You've made them number one, Father. Let them remain number one. Let them keep on excelling. Let them excel in victory. Let them excel in success. Let them excel in prosperity. In every area of their lives, Father, let it be well with them. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Firstborn family, shout another hallelujah. Please be seated. Reports reaching me says, since the beginning of this special legal service, God has given us 12 children. Six boys and six girls. Well, so let the boys shout praise the Lord. And let the girls shout hallelujah. I'm sure you know that April is a special month for children. We discovered in the past that by the time we get to April and the weather began to change, all manners of sickness will start to attack children, missiles, etc., etc., And when we cried unto God about this, he said we should set April aside for our children to pray for them and to anoint them. And since we started doing that, God has been very faithful. So next month, Holy Ghost service, please make sure you bring all the children for special prayers and special anointing. The moment the devil discovered that God had given us this breakthrough, he began to use every method to make sure that the children won't get here. There was an occasion, there was such a heavy go slow. By 2 a.m., some of the children were still at uh, Echo Bridge. So, since we discovered his secret, we too have devise uh, a way of beating that, and that is make sure your children get here very, very early. As soon as they finish in school, just bring them here. There's plenty of room for them to play and to have fun until the evening. So bring the children very early. 
and we will anoint them specially next month in Jesus' name. The theme for the Holy Ghost service next month is Swimming in Glory, Part 4. The subtitle, of course, will be Born to Shine. Amen. Now, I want to really, really praise the Almighty God for all those who have ministered before me. I thank God for the young man who had given you a new name. <laughs> and I thank God for the evangelist Joelia for a wonderful message. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause for them. And I want to say thank you very much to the choir. You have always been great. And uh, you've proved again that you are the best choir in the whole world. Let's give the Lord a big round of applause for them. Tonight I will be as brief as possible. And you will have to pray about that. Because the Almighty God is here tonight. And I will say everything he wants me to say. One thing I'm sure of is, by the time this night is over, someone here will be swimming in glory. I will be taking my text from Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, reading from verse 25 to 34. Mark 5, 25 to 34. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, and has suffered many things of many physicians, and has spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press, and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and seest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. 
Is someone here today whose testimony will shake the world? We're talking about swimming in glory. And we're using this particular woman as an illustration. She's been sick for a long time. She spent everything she had. Instead of getting better, she got worse. But one day she heard about Jesus. And she made up her mind, enough is enough. May I start by decreeing to somebody here tonight, your sufferings will end tonight. And she said certain things, which we'll be talking about tonight. I will just take five points quickly because we're going to pray tonight and you will understand why very soon. The first thing she said was I can swim in glory. Right now I am sick Right now, I am broke. Right now, it looks as if there's no hope. But, I can swim in glory. The child can talk for me. I can be whole again. I won't have to spend for doctors anymore. All I need is to make contact with Jesus Christ. That's the first thing she said, I can. And I want you to turn to somebody next to you and tell him, I can swim in glory. <laughs> Look at the way you said it. It's just, you don't, you don't. I can shine. I can conquer darkness. Why? Because in Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2, Isaiah 60, verses 1 and 2, the word of God says to me categorically, Arise and shine, for your light is come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. If God said so, so be it. I can conquer sickness. Because first Peter chapter two, verse twenty four, first Peter chapter two verse 24, made it clear provision had been made for my healing. By his stripes I had been healed. 
I can conquer lack. I can conquer poverty. Why? Because Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, Philippians 4 19 says, My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I can conquer failure. I can. Why? Because Philippians 4.13, Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can conquer hopelessness. It doesn't matter how bleak situation may look around me right now. I can conquer hopelessness. Why? Because it is written in Colossians 1, 27. Colossians 1, 27. Christ in me, the hope of glory. I can swim in glory. The story was told of a hunter who went hunting and killed an eagle and then discovered after killing the eagle that there was a very little eaglet left behind by the eagle very young eaglet the size of a chick so he took that eaglet brought it home and at that moment one of his hands had just uh, hatched some chickens so he put the eaglet among the chicken and he grew with them pecking like ordinary chicken eating insects on the floor worms and whatever chickens were eating it was eating it too then one day now he has grown to be a big eagle, but was still living with the chicken. One day he saw an eagle soaring overhead, and he looked up. Ah, what a magnificent bird! Oh, but the mother hen said, Oh, that's an eagle, but you are a chicken. I want you to tell the fellow next to you. Say it as if you are angry. I am not a chicken. I am an ego. And I'm going to fly high. Tell the fellow next to you, I can swim in glory. The young man, one of the young men who spoke yesterday, said something. He said, The brightness of a bulb is not determined by the size, but by what is inside the bulb. 
And he pointed out to us that it is written, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Most High lives in me. I am not a chicken. I am an eagle. I can swim in glory. Say it loud and clear as if you mean it. But that brings me to point number two. This woman said, I can be well. I can overcome sickness. I can overcome poverty. I can overcome failure. I can overcome sorrow. I can overcome all the problems surrounding me. And then she said, I will. Not just that I can, but I will. In the name that's above every other name, your declaration that you can swim in glory will be translated into I will swim. You know, you can swim in health. According to Exodus 15, verse 26, Exodus 15, 26, the Bible says, If only you will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God, to observe and to do all that He commands you, He will make sure that you are not sick. In the name of the one who called me, beginning from tonight, all those who genuinely call me daddy, you won't know sickness again. This woman said, it looks as if I'm bound now Been bound for some 12 years He said but I know I can be free And you too can be free Because John chapter 8 Verse 32 John 8 32 Say you shall know the truth And the truth shall make you free And the truth is Jesus You know Jesus Then freedom is yours and the same John chapter 8 verse 36 John 8 36 went further to say Whomsoever the son shall set free Shall be free indeed It doesn't matter how long you have been in bondage In the name of the one who reigns above all Be free tonight in Jesus name The woman said, not only can I, but I will live in abundance. And you too, you will live in abundance. Because in John chapter 10 verse 10, John 10 verse 10, 
Jesus Christ said clearly the thief comes to steal to kill and to destroy but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly may I prophesy to somebody here today it doesn't matter what the economy of the world is saying from tonight onward you will always have more than enough When I was a student at the University of Lagos doing my master's degree in 1969, uh, some, some years ago now, I was a young boy in the office of the professor. In those days, there's no mobile phones. All telephones are landline. So when they ring and somebody wants to talk to the professor, it is this boy who was a messenger. It's this boy who will pick the phone first and then take it to the uh, professor. So whenever he picks up the phone, the fellow on the other side will say, Prof, thinking it is the professor who picked up the phone. After some time, the boy begins to call himself Prof. <laughs> and we, 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 we joined him and began to call him Prof. One day he looked at us and said, Hey, I know you are laughing at me, but I can become a Prof. Then one day he said, I will become a prof. By the time I left the University of Lagos 10 years later, he was already studying for his PhD. I want you to tell the fellow next to you whether the devil likes it or not. I will swim in glory. If you believe that, let me hear you shout hallelujah. That brings me to point number three. I told you I will be as brief as possible. This woman got to where Jesus was and found a multitude surrounding Jesus Christ. And she smiled and said, Multitude or no multitude, nobody will stop me. Tell the fellow next to you, tonight, nothing is going to stop me. And you know the reason why? Reason number one is that even if there is any mountain across my path, I'm going to shout it down. Because in Joshua chapter 6 verse 20, Joshua 6 verse 20, there was a wall 
much taller than any man that said that the children of Israel would not reach their goal. They shouted it down. If you believe that any wall that the enemy might have erected against your destiny is coming down tonight, let me hear your hallelujah. And then reason number two. Thank you, Father. The Lord asked me to tell someone tonight, he said, uh, before the end of this month, he will seal every hole in your pocket. Thank you, Daddy. I know it's going to be a great night. But the Lord asked me to tell someone. He said, the fellow will understand. He said, whatever the doctors had called stone, I will change it to flesh. Whoever is concerned, we understand. Now, the second reason why nobody can stop me or you tonight is because we have Jesus. And it is written in Philippians chapter 2, from verse 9 to 11. Philippians 2, 9 to 11. That God has given him a name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every name should bow. And then he listed it for us. Of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things underneath the earth. In other words, if there are forces in the air, that may stand, may want to stand between you and swimming in glory, God will deal with that force tonight. And I will, I will illustrate this with some practical examples. Don't worry, I won't be long. One man came to the church years ago with his wife. His complaint was that he just didn't know what was happening. Every effort he was making was meeting with failure, almost at the point of success. And so somebody said, go to this church, and he brought the wife along. After some time, we didn't see the woman again. We asked the husband. The husband said she refused to come to church with him. So we decided to do a follow-up. When we got there, sister, why are we not seeing you? Because things have started to improve for the husband. So we thought she should be happy. Uh, Since I started attending your church, 
I couldn't fly to meetings anymore at night. Ah. <laughs> every witch, every wizard that I've been flying to meetings concerning you from tonight, their wings are destroyed. You have Jesus. He has a name that's above every other name. At his name, every name must bow. Of things in heaven, those who fly about, of things on earth. Some of them who don't fly about, but uh, they are connected to the devil and they maneuver here on earth. Just remember. It is written, heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. They are here on earth and they are under the feet of my Lord. And he will take care of the situation. And, and I'll give you a very quick example. Some of you know this story and you even know the people concerned. There was a wedding in my village. And uh, because I ran away from home some years after when some people said they were going to use me for breakfast, uh, for 13 years I couldn't go home. Then I met the Lord Jesus Christ. And from that moment on, nobody can use me for breakfast. But at this wedding... I saw many of those people who made the threat in the church. I was a younger man then, so I had a lot of zeal, not too much of wisdom. So the sermon that day was focused on them. I hit them hard. How many of you hate the devil? Let me, let, let me see your hand. If you really hate the devil, let me hear you shout hallelujah then. So I hit them hard and left. And then some months later, these very people went to the mother of the girl who got married and said, it's your daughter who was getting married that gave that boy an opportunity to come and insult us. They said, now we've been waiting. Your daughter is pregnant. We will see where she will deliver. If, unless we are not the one in charge here on earth. The mother became frightened. Came to me and said, see the trouble you have gotten me into. I told my man not to worry. I said, the day your daughter will deliver all of them would fall asleep. The day the daughter was going to deliver, she came to the camp here for a program without preparing for delivery. And the baby came while those people were sleeping. Uh, that girl that they said was going to die unborn came to see me some weeks ago. She's now a medical doctor. 
every force on this earth that we want to stand in your way. Today, as my Lord lives, the ground will open its mouth and swallow them. But then there are some of them who are <laughs> underneath the earth. Some of them are in the sea. Some of them are wherever they are. But it doesn't matter where they are. The Bible says the light shines in darkness. And darkness cannot overcome it. The Bible tells me that the wind and the sea still obey him. Let me tell you just one more story. And we will move on from point three. Some of you know this story too. But I'm telling it for the benefits of those of you who do not know it. Just to let you know, nothing is going to stop you. I told you that one day one of my daughters came to me. That was a long time ago. And said, Daddy, a young man came to me and said, Don't say the Lord, you are going to be my wife. Oh, I said, Congratulations. He said, No. The reason I came to you is because my father told me that when I was born, I was dedicated to Mami Water. And it is, the agreement was that the day I marry, whoever I marry is going to die. I don't want that young man to die. I said, ah, Mami Water, she said, yes. <laughs> I know somebody who is stronger than Mami Water. We prayed a simple prayer. I didn't see her for quite a while. But the next time I saw her in a church, she was breastfeeding a baby. I looked at her, and she looked at me and said, Daddy, do you remember me? Ah, how can I forget you? You are the mommy water girl. I said, where is the young man? Then he pointed one handsome young man. Mommy water had not been able to kill Every evil force By whatever name Whether they are in the rivers In the ocean On land In the air That will try to hinder you from swimming in glory They will all be destroyed tonight That brings me to point number four Thank you, Father. When Daddy asked me to stop for a while, he said that uh, somebody came here tonight knowing that the only solution to his or her problem is a spare part from heaven. If you are that fellow, God has asked me to give you two minutes to ask and receive. If you need a spare part from heaven to take care of your situation, spare eyes, spare womb, spare kidney, or spare heart, whatever spare part it is that you want from God, 
right now, you can ask for it. Brand new brain, brand new legs, brand new hands, brand new eyes, brand new ears, or you even want the entire body to be brand new, ask him. Ask him. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Almighty God. So shall it be. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In that name that's above every other name, that which we have asked for, receive it now in Jesus' name. That brings me to point number four. Thank you, Father. The Lord asked me to tell someone, he said, relax, I am still the most high. So just relax. This woman said, I can. Number two, I will. Number three, Nothing will stop me. Number four, I will touch Jesus. Crowd or no crowd? Doesn't matter how many of them. He said, I will touch Jesus. The Bible said she came in the press behind. In other words, she forced her way through the crowd and touched Jesus. May I encourage somebody here tonight that before you leave this place, you will come in contact with Jesus. I have told some of you, the elders before, that whether you touch whether Jesus touches you or you touch Jesus the result will be the same if you have an electric wire that is carrying life current whether it falls on you by accident or you are the one who grabbed it the result will be the same This woman said, I am not going to ask Jesus Christ to come and lay his hand on me. I'm not going to ask him to come and do the touching. I will do the touching myself. I saw you just said, how can I touch Jesus tonight? Well, there are three major ways 
by which you can touch him. One, by faith. Matthew chapter 15, from verse 21 to 28. Matthew 15, 21 to 28. A woman came to Jesus Christ, begging for help, not even for herself, but for her daughter. And Jesus was not paying her any attention at all. When Jesus Christ spoke at all, he was telling her, don't waste my time. I have no miracle for you. I can't give the bread of children to dogs. The woman said, this dog is not going away. This, God, this dog is going to take, even if it's just a crumb, that will be enough. The Bible said, Jesus looked at her and said, woman, great is thy faith. She touched Jesus by faith. Several years ago, I think it was probably 1981 when I first became general overseer, and I was visiting the few parishes we, we had in Lagos then. I went to Alagbado Parish. There was only one parish there then. And the woman came to the program after we finished and left. Because we came early, we left early. She heard that we would be coming, but she thought it was going to be an evening program. When she came and saw nobody, she asked some people around, what about the man of God that they said would be coming here? Oh, he had come and gone. Oh, she fell on the ground. Crying, rolling. She said, God, now I know you don't want me to have a child. Because she had said, when leaving home, all I want to do is just see the man of God. I just want to set my eye on him. I know if I can set my eye on him, I will conceive. Now they say he had come and gone. God, I know you don't want me to have a child. But then they ask her, why are you crying? She told them, and they say, ah, no, he's going to such and such a place tomorrow. Really? First thing in the morning, she was in the church there where I was going. As soon as the door opened, she was the first inside. But then it was time to come in. Crowd began to gather, and then pastors walked in, and all pastors look alike in their suit. She said to the people around, which of them is the man? They said, wait. When he's about to preach, you will know he's the one. Finally, they introduced me. As soon as I got up, she looked at me and said, oh, God, thank you. That man, she became pregnant. Because her faith touched God. There's somebody today who is going to say, simply because I came, my problems are over. If you are the one, let me hear you say amen. There's another way you can touch him. 
And that's by prayer. In Mark chapter 10, from verse 46 to 52, Mark 10, 46 to 52, you know the story of Bartimaeus. He was sitting by the highway side begging. Something within him told him, you are not created to be a beggar. Even though you are born blind, things can change. The Bible told us, he prayed. He didn't pray the ladies and gentlemen prayer. He cried. The crowd tried to stop him. He refused to stop. He cried. He kept on praying until the Almighty God answered him. So when it is time to pray tonight, I want to beg you, don't pray like others will pray. Remember, we all came for various reasons. Some came because it is a regular thing to do every month. Some came because it's a special Holy Ghost service, so they will come. But there might be one or two of us who came believing God for the final breakthrough. When it is time to pray tonight, please pray like a warrior. I've told the story before. Some of the old ones say, no. I was on this campground around 1983 or 4. I can't remember exactly. And I was crying to God. God, I'm not asking for clothes. I'm not asking for a car. I'm not asking for a house. I was minding my own business as a lecturer in the university when you asked me to come and serve you. And I agreed. But I need power to do your work. I don't want to be an ordinary pastor. I want to excel. Is there anybody here tonight who will want to excel? Ah. In the name of the one who called me, you will begin to excel. Alone in the night, I was crying to him. In desperation, I said, God, it's either you empower me or you take me home. It's as simple as that. He said, you give me the power to do this work or you just take me home. And my prayer touched him. And he came down. And the entire campground shook. There was an earthquake that was felt as far away as Ijebuode. Pictures hung on the wall started falling down. That's the only earthquake we ever had in Logan State. And nobody will believe that it is a prayer of one man that brought it about. Tonight somebody is going to pray. And God is going to send an earthquake. 
An earthquake that will open every prison door in your life. If you are the one, your amen will sound different. Thank you, Father. The Lord asked me to tell somebody who has just come out of a crisis. He asked me to tell you the crisis will not reoccur. And then, of course, the third way you can touch him tonight is by giving. Oh, don't think I'm about to take an offering. I'm just teaching you a principle. The Bible tells us in Mark chapter 12, from verse 41 to 44, Mark 12, from verse 41 to 44, that people were giving their offerings. And there was a poor widow who gave all she had. The giving touched Jesus Christ. He commented on it. In Second Chronicles chapter 1, that my son used when he was taking the offering, Second Chronicles 1 from verse 6 to 12, the Bible says Solomon gave a thousand burnt offerings. The giving touched God. God came down to pay him a visit. I will tell you two stories quickly of people whose giving touched God. One a poor man, the other not so poor. You've heard the story of one of them at least before. I was visiting Elisha. After I became general overseer, my first year general overseer, I was visiting the little churches. After the service, as I was waiting outside for the driver to pick me up, I saw a young man who was coming towards me, and as he was coming, he was prostrating and getting up, prostrating and getting up. When he got close to me, he dropped something in, the, in my pocket and began to run. When I saw the way he was behaving, I quickly checked what he dropped in my pocket. And it was a 50 copper note. In those days, Naira was so powerful, 50 copper was a note. Those glorious days will return. Ah, you better say amen loud and clear. I took the money, I called him back. What's going on? Well, he said, they told us that the general vice is coming. And I wanted to give a gift. But I don't have anything. This is all I have. How do I give 50 copper to such a big man? That's why I dropped it in your pocket and started running. I was touched. I said, son... I will spend this money myself. And in the name of the God that called me, I bless you. I think it was the following year when I was back in the same church. And I saw the same young man coming towards me, smiling broadly. 
I said, sir, I'm the boy who gave you 50 cover. I said, I remember. He said, now, I'm the proprietor of a school. Ah, how did it happen? He told the story. That's one. And there was a man. Some of you may also know him. Young man came to me years ago and said, Daddy, each time you preach, you say that a day is coming when somebody will single-handedly sponsor the whole convention. I say, yes, I always say so. He said, how much will it cost? <laughs> I looked at him. I wanted to say, don't waste my time. He said, because I want to do it. Ah. I said, number one, I don't even know how many people will become a this year's convention. Number two, are you sure? I said, well, I can only tell you how much it cost last year. This year will be more. But at least if you can at least do that of last year, God will accept your offering. So I told him. And at that time, the cost was not much, just about 250 million naira. (laughs) Do you think it is cheap to field all the crowd for For more than one week Then he left And I thought he was a joker But the following week He came back With a banker's draft So that this one can bounce I didn't know he went to borrow the money. If he had told me he borrowed it, I wouldn't have taken it from him. I didn't know he went to borrow the money. But do you know what? He became the chairman of the bank he went to borrow from. I decree tonight... To somebody listening to me, before this night is out, you will touch Jesus Christ. That brings me to point number five. So that we can give you time to pray, because we're going to pray tonight. The Bible says... As soon as she touched Jesus Christ and got a miracle, Jesus turned around and said, Ah, somebody touched me. He said, How can you say somebody touched you with this guy? He said, No, 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 no. (laughs) Somebody special grabbed something from me. Said, Virtue had gone out of me. The Bible said, The woman came. Trembling, fell at the feet of Jesus Christ and testified and said, I am the one. We are reading about this woman today because she testified. And my point number five is that, as I said earlier, there is someone here today. The world will hear your testimony. (laughs) 
Thank you, Father. Oh. I'm in a bit of a hurry, but God asked me to tell you, to remind you of a story. Not related to this woman's story. It's in preparation for a word of knowledge coming to somebody. Some of you have heard the story before. We were having a program in our church in Elori. I was preaching. Suddenly I saw a woman running out of the church and the ushers followed. Later on, at the end of the service, I said, what's happening? Why did the woman run out? So they, they brought her to me. And she said, years before, because she was losing her children, she decided to go to one Aladurama so that they can pray so that her children won't die anymore. But when she got there, she met the wife and told the wife why she had come. And the woman said, ah, You don't need to bother the prophet. Take this cola nut and eat it, and your children won't die anymore. So she ate the cola nut, and then from that night, she started flying to attend meetings. And when they get to the meeting, they be sharing human meat. After some time, they told her it was her turn to prepare for the feast. And so she donated her husband. A couple of years later, they told her it was her turn again. And they asked her to go and bring one of the children. That was at the stage where she said, these very children I was trying to protect, I want, you are asking me now to hand them over on my own? She said that's when she started running around looking for people who could help her to be free. She said she had gone everywhere. But now that she came to a church, and while the service was going on, her dress caught fire. That power that set her dress on fire, she was sure that power would set her free. We prayed a simple prayer. She left and went to, when she got to, she went to a pit latrine, spread some paper on the ground, and as she was trying to excrete, a dead snake came out. The Lord wants me to tell somebody here tonight. The enemy planted something into you, but that thing is dying today. The world will hear your testimony. You may not know it, but every testimony given on this altar is heard all over the world. Even right now, as we are here, my children in as far away as Papua New Guinea, some of you may not know where that is. Uh, they can see me now and I'm waving to them. 
when you get to Australia, some of you have a rough idea where Australia is. When you get to Australia, then you have to travel six and hour, six and a half hours by plane to get to Papua New Guinea. As far away as they are, they are listening to you right now. When you come to share your testimony next month, the whole world will hear you. Oh, thank you, Father. The Lord asked me to tell someone, and this is beautiful. He said, you should be ready for hard work because many doors will open simultaneously. And he asked me to tell someone, say, why don't you believe me? I have already told you, I will cover your nakedness. <laughs> so, it, hmm. <laughs> thank you, Father. I've been wondering, I think at least one of the words should be for me. This one is for me. So I want to say yes to it before I tell you. God said, what I started in you, I will complete. So in Isaiah chapter 60, from verse 1 to 3, Isaiah 60 verse 1 to 3, when he says, Arise, shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. He says, even though darkness may cover everybody else, your light will be shining so much that kings will be coming to your shining Nations will be coming into your light. You know what God is saying? He's saying that your testimony will bring millions into his kingdom. If you are the one God is talking to, let me hear you shout hallelujah. I've said all that he wants me to say tonight. I want to beg you from the bottom of my heart because this is a night like no other night. I can't tell you all the details. There are things that God will tell me that I dare not share. Uh, I've shared some things before in the past that... uh, (laughs) Created a problem for me. Uh, You want me to tell you one of them? 
If it if it's going to help your faith, I tell you. I was in Elon years ago. We were having breakfast. And we we have a pot in which we made tea. I think, if I remember correctly, there are five cups in that pot. My wife and I usually is the one who will finish his first two cups who will get the final one. <laughs> so I took one cup, she took one. I took one, she took one. And I picked the, the pot to take the third one. And the pot was empty. Uh-uh. I looked at her. I couldn't remember when she took the third one. <laughs> what happened to my tea? And I heard the voice of the Lord. You don't have to believe me, all right? Loud and clear. I said, son, when you prayed, you invited me to join you. <laughs> Some of you don't know why I call him daddy. We have a relationship that is difficult to describe. And this is a very special anniversary. My daddy is here. He's here to celebrate with us. Prayers prayed tonight will be answered by fire. I want you to write down quickly your prayer points because we're going to come and pray. For just 30 minutes only. Number one, you want to praise him. That by the grace of God, you are partakers of what he's doing tonight. Praise him. And then number two, you will say, Father, please empower me to shine. I know I can, but I need your power. Please empower me to shine. Number three, Father, please accelerate my journey to success. Accelerate my journey to success. Number four. Father, please erase every trace of shame in my life. Erase 
every trace of shame in my life. Number five. Father, the victory you have already given me, let it be permanent. Number six. Father, hear my cry tonight. Hear my cry tonight. The altar is open. You can come. Forget everybody else. Touch him by your prayer tonight. Cry to him, not as a lady, not as a gentleman, but as someone who is desperate to break through into glory. Come and begin to cry unto him. Praise him. Ask for empowerment. Ask him to accelerate your journey to success. Ask him to erase every trace of shame in your life. Ask him to make your victory permanent. Ask him to hear your cry tonight. Go ahead, talk to the Almighty God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The Almighty God will grant your request. And the world will hear your testimony. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name. Now I want you to stand up. Stay where you are. Don't go anywhere yet. You will notice I gave you six prayer points. You should have guessed there must be one. Hiding. Somebody told you the story of how the Holy Ghost service started. It's because God asked me what I wanted for my birthday. And I said I want a miracle for every member of my congregation. Now, this time round, he had asked me again, what do I want? And... uh, I will tell you what I told him later. But I beg you, for the next five minutes, 
ask for something very, very special. Don't ask for clothes. Don't ask for houses. Ask for something very, very special. Something big. Something very big. Go ahead for the next five minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Right now, by the grace of God, I'm 77 years old. So I said to my father, 77 means two sevens, double perfection. And that's why this year I asked you to fast for 49 days. 49 is seven times seven. So I asked my daddy, I said, all I want for your children tonight, when they come, is that whatever they've asked for, you will double it to them. So as I lift my hand to the most high, I decree that if you had asked for healing, receive health. Receive the ability to heal others. If you had asked for deliverance, receive freedom. Receive the power to set captives free. If you had asked for a child, receive a set of twins. If you had asked for end to sorrow, receive joy unspeakable. If you had asked for breakthrough, receive two mighty ones. 
If you had asked for promotion, receive double promotion. If you had asked for souls, receive them in thousands. If you had asked for grace, receive abundant grace. If you had asked for anointing, receive overflowing anointing. And if you had asked for any special miracle, receive receive heart-shaking testimonies. In the name of the one who called me, beginning from this moment, your light will begin to shine. You will never know darkness again. Everything you touch will prosper. Very soon, people will be asking you, what is your secret? And your joy will never end. And you will serve God to the end. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. If you receive that one, let me hear you shout hallelujah. God bless you. You can go back to your seats now. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Father. On Saturday, which is today now, at 10 a.m., those who want hands to be laid on them can come. The elders will be around to lay hands on the sick. Those who want baptism in the Holy Spirit, if you come by 10 a.m. to this place, the elders will be around to attend to you. Saturday evening by 7 p.m. there will be Holy Communion service followed by anointing service. So we'll see you tomorrow and as usual God reserves the best to the last. And now we will get ready to say thank you to the Almighty God and then we will receive the final blessing before we begin to go. If I were you, I would touch God 
not only by my thanksgiving tonight, but by doing something special for him, even before the end of this month. And touch him by faith, touch him by prayer, and touch him by giving. So let's prepare our thanksgiving offering. And then we'll have the final blessing before we close tonight. Oh, thank you, Father. I believe the musicians are ready. As soon as we are ready with your Thanksgiving offering, just dance to the nearest basket and drop it there, rejoicing. And then we'll have the final blessing and you'll be on your way. So over to you, Ben.
something to dance about now. <laughs> Glory be to God. And so my Father and my God, I just want to say thank you one more time. Thank you for the day you started the Holy Ghost service. Thank you for being with us ever since. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. I commit your children to your hands as they go. Let your presence go with them. Even as the sun is rising, let their testimonies begin to rise. Bless their offering, Lord. Sanctify it. Use it for your glory. And I pray, Lord God Almighty, that very, very soon, every one of your children will be swimming in abundance. Thank you, my Father and my God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Who got the biggest miracle tonight? Shout the biggest hallelujah. Join me, blessing God. I have seen this super.